It's showtime. Hello and welcome to the In All Fairness podcast. This high class Hollywood orgy. Listen, go fuck yourself. No. You're broken <laughs> computer. See you at the party, Richter. Do I hold the button before I put it in my mouth or after? Stick around. There's been a lot of TV show cancellations in the past few weeks. Like Lucifer got cancelled after three seasons. Good. Um, good, yes. Also, kind of bad in one sense because it ended on a cliffhanger. Who fucking cares? Yeah, I, I know I didn't watch it, but yeah. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is a fucking ratings juggernaut, that got cancelled and then picked up by either NBA, NBC, or CBS, and one of those picked it up, so that got saved. Surprised by that. Apparently, Mark Hamill had something to do with it getting picked up. Terry Crews credited Mark Hamill with it getting picked. Oh. It just cuts to him like floating on the rock, like <laughs> using all of his power. <laughs> fades away. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, it, it, like TV at the moment is kind of in a lull, really. Well, for me, anyways, for the shows that I kind of watch and whatnot, like still waiting for Stranger Things season three. Yeah, it's it's coming though, isn't it? They've added a few people, or yeah, and that there's going to be more Dad Steve, which is which mm-hmm. is good. I think we talked about that actually on the on the on the Stranger Things on podcast. The Stranger Things podcast. Um, well, like I finished. Gotham, Gotham got picked up for another season for a final season. Oh, it's going to be the last season. They're doing they they kind of did uh, the killing joke in it. Well, didn't I think Colin was telling me that uh, in the comics they brought back the fucking balloon man? No. Um, Explain. Okay. In the comic books, who they brought back? Well, not they brought back. Just had to use them. It was Kite Man. Kite Man. Kite Man. I think. Ah. Uh, was it the? I what think, yeah. is Kite Man's origin story? Because Kite Man may somehow be stupider. I okay. I'm. I'm okay. Because at least the balloon guy yeah. had his ability. He had his own form of lift. Mm. He didn't need to rely on a, on, a, on a breezy day for him to be able to... Get, does he hang people by kites? <laughs> no, no. Um, he flies by kite. What do you mean he kind of falls against the he wind? Glides. He's a hang glider. Why isn't he hang glider, man? I don't know. See, okay. They did, they did a, a, a kind of like a... He can only work like above a certain amount of... Feet, obviously, he has to jump off a roof to do his stuff. So. Yeah. So otherwise, he's just a guy, and he's basically kind of crucified, like running around, and <laughs> fucking can't really move. He's like C three PO with his elbows. Can't get into a fucking elevator. Has yeah. to go sideways up the stairs. Kite man, pure sucks. Like uh, he's, uh, kite he... man wouldn't go to jail. Kite man would get sectioned. He's like this guy's obviously mentally ill. Like all of Batman's villains are, are mentally ill. They they did a story. Oh, they all go to an asylum. Yeah. Mm, they did a storyline set. A few years ago, in in comic book continuity, uh, as a younger, more inexperienced Batman, um, it was called the War of Jokes and Riddles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it involved the Penguin. Yeah, uh, it was where the Joker and the uh, Riddler went to war because uh, the Joker was pissed off at him or something. The Joker couldn't laugh. Basically, he was, <laughs> he got no. There was nothing that made it made him smile or laugh or whatever. I think he killed Kite Man's son in front of him, so he decides to become this, like, fucking... He joins the Riddler to to fight against... He killed Kite Man's son. Kite Man's son is killed by the Joker. 
So Kite Man is, is, is does Kite Man have his own Alfred who's like it's time for Kite Man to come back. Yeah. <laughs> like this city needs well, I think, Kite I think Man. It's just his origin, but according to Colin and IMDb, at one point I don't know if it's still up there, but in Teen Titans Go movie, the cartoon that's coming out. So is that Teen Titans Go to the movies? Is that an existing TV show? Yeah, they used to have Teen Titans. And Teen Titans, I remember because it was good. Yeah, but then it turned into Teen Titans Go, which, which looks bad, which is terrible, more childish kind of animation and they're making a movie on that of that version and there's a character in it called Balloon Man so should I sue them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> proof of concept no because you know Gotham's done it already yeah okay. Gotham is just such a terrible show but I can't stop watching it it looks pretty well I was talking to Someone I talked to a good bit. She's like, do you like Gotham? I was like, oh, okay, are we going to go down this road? She goes, why, why do you not like it? I said, no, I just, I think it was an interesting idea that was executed very stupidly. Well, in yeah, but that's all DC fucking shit is done like that. When you, there's Krypton is out at the moment. Is it fuck? It, it's filmed up in Northern Ireland. And, oh, um, yeah. It's all going to end in an explosion. Yeah. But the villain in it at the moment is... Um, uh, Brainiac. So, basically, is it Adam Strange, the character? Basically, has gone back in time to Krypton for Superman's great-grandfather. Or his... Gra- no, it's his grandfather, I think it is. And he's basically like, Adam Strange is there. Look, you've got to do this, this, and this. You've got to save Superman in the future. He dies because a brainiac comes back in time to wipe it out some shit like that general zod is in it he two time jumps i don't like i haven't been watching it I, i've watched episodes here and there i haven't been watching it religiously um their doomsday showed up in one episode that had doomsday locked away doomsday was created by the zods and the elves as a weapon and it was too deemed too dangerous and it's just like imprisoned um, he's like he's frozen in ice or some shit like that um, but Brainiac looks pretty fucking horrifying in it from the one bit that I've seen of him uh, but yeah Krypton what the fuck yeah but why yeah. and like Gotham what the like okay well Gotham could have been interesting well, no I... they started almost to <sighs> it started where Batman begins yeah not the movie but where Batman where basically his parents getting shot James Gordon is coming to town. James Gordon is is going to help uh, solve the Wayne's murder, and he promises Bruce that he will. And that's a recurring theme where he's like, I, "I'm trying to keep my promise to him." Blah blah. blah. But James Gordon has become Batman essentially. In yeah, his, he's in a link show. to absolutely everybody. And yeah, and then you have isn't Mister Freeze in it now? Mister Freeze in it. The Penguin. You got the Riddler. You got Firefly. You have. Um, Mr. Zaz, Victor Zaz. Victor Zaz is in it as a hitman. Um, Ra's al Ghul is in it. Really? Yep. And well, you, how? When? By who? Okay, so you actually the actor to have playing Ra's al Ghul, I, I like. Um, he was Doctor Bashir in Deep Space Nine. He was oh, also so he's in, Indian, yeah. No, Middle, Middle, Middle Eastern. Eastern. Sorry, Middle Eastern. Yeah. 
I think he's American. And do they say Raz or Rish? I can't remember. Could be both. Hmm. Um, do you know Kingdom of Heaven? Yeah. The movie. Do you know the bit in it where um, Orlando Bloom shows that he's in Israel or no, he's in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. He's in Jerusalem for the first time and he this fella he goes this is my lord's horse and he fights the guy and oh, yeah, yeah. takes the guy as his servant and he's like oh you're free to go yeah, good conduct will be known amongst your enemies before, before you ever you meet them yeah. him that's yeah. Rachel oh, awesome uh, and well canon wise he could be the same guy we don't know because like, he's immortal yeah well okay so in the show universe you have Barbara Keane it's not Barbara Kane, but I think it's Barbara Keane. Jim's first, uh, well, I think in the comics was his wife, but in this is just his, his girlfriend or whatever, fiance maybe. Um, she is driven insane. By? I can't remember by who. Her and Jim, I think, break up. And then she, she, Fall, falls for this guy um, or the guy from Heroes the lead in Heroes Vigo Peter oh Peter Petrelli in Heroes and it turns out that he's a fucking psycho killer and he somehow turns her into a a crazy killer and then she ends up in a mental institution where she meets Jerome who is the proto-joker um, oh he's the fucking circus kid with his yeah. face cut off isn't he, he doesn't face he already off. look like the, like way too much like him already because like, that's let's like, oh, have we mentioned this before because if he cuts his face off as a wee boy that fucking face isn't going to age so he's going to have a child's face over it's not going to fit like no because he's not a child he's, a, he's an adult in it oh is he yeah yeah he's, a, he's like a late teens or whatever but he's he's um Origin is stupid and he becomes he's just this crazy killer nut job he gets killed but somehow doesn't die he, like he's back alive he's in this uh, he gets killed before he breaks out of the asylum sorry uh, he breaks out when he comes back to life he's someone's cut his face off or he's cut his face off because the Joker did it in the comic books when New 52 began well if they want to keep a great realism he should die of sepsis yeah uh, no that doesn't happen but he does die, and it turns out he's got a twin brother, who oh, is fuck. Yeah, his twin brother is the opposite to him. He's very intelligent, very calculating, has his own kind of business type thing, and he, with the help of the Mad Hatter and the Scarecrow, Jerome creates the Joker toxin. And after he dies, he leaves a gift for his brother. His brother opens it up, and it's the fucking joker toxin that goes Bur- burst in his face burst in his face and his face very badly uh, uh, animation or CGI or whatever uh, this smile it just changes his face and then he comes back and he looks like the joker from the killing joke is it the killing joke where he's got the purple suit and the hat yeah yeah because there's uh, last episode spoiler alert for everyone who doesn't watch Gotham or hasn't seen the last episode um as Bruce and Catwoman on the couch and they're kissing and they're talking and next thing in walks Joker and fucking shoots her. And then Alfred proceeds to beat the shit up. No, he's not called Joker. But they know each other far too early now. Mm-hmm. Like far, far too early. So it's like, oh yeah, it's... Do you know who I blame for all this shit going on? Who? 
Smallville. It all goes back to Smallville. But Smallville was supposed to be good. Smallville was good up until a point. Okay? See, Smallville, I was always waiting for that one episode. That never came. But I was waiting for that one episode where all the characters in it were in hospital because of brain injuries. Because every episode, they got knocked out when they were in danger. So Clark could do his Superman shit. <laughs> it's just people losing consciousness left, right and centre. Seriously, like getting knocked out, getting hit in the head or whatever. It was like... There's over 200 episodes of that. There's a character in that that I'm pretty sure... I, what, what pissed me off even more. <laughs> it starts to become a plot point. Like they start forgetting words in their sentences and it's start like, to... What's wrong? It's like brain oh, damage. Here, that's a good reason to feel guilty, you fucking dick. Um, but as soon as they found out that he, he had superpowers, they stopped being knocked out. Which was fucking annoying. But him and Lex Luthor knew each other and were friends before he became Superman. Um, <clears throat> very interesting idea it was done really well to a point but it, oh it we get... should Margot Kidder just died oh yeah, yeah she appeared in Smallville as well she went crazy didn't she yeah she lost her mind yeah well bye bye Lois Lane now she's in heaven with Christopher Reeves flying around in clouds annoying him <laughs> huh annoying him annoying him oh such an iconic fucking role like he, he did Christopher Reeve did such a good job in Superman he kind of ruined it for everybody else in a way well he left the door open I said maybe Nicolas Cage could have done it huh? <laughs> <laughs> well he's playing Superman in Teen Titans Go to the movies he's the voice of Superman that's almost feels like justice in a really stupid way <laughs> like but got lasers coming from my freaking eyes yeah Superman does he should play Superman you should play old Superman. Yeah. You should play Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah. Tom Welling would be good as the Kingdom Come, the Come Superman. But Tom Welling, I don't think, will ever want to put on the suit. Really? Yeah. Tom Welling's a very interesting, weird person in, in the way his um, relationship with fans has come about. I know him from that and Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes. And he was in that uh, JFK film, uh, Parkland. Oh, he was, wasn't he's he? he? He's no, no. That was Zac Efron. Zac Efron's in it, but so is he. Oh, the two boys, the two heartthrobs are fucking yeah. Because Zac yeah. Efron's what's his name? He's um, Robert McClelland, I think, or one of the one of the. Surgeons. I remember the characters that they just yeah. remember some bullshit about it. Like it's like that. Fuck that movie. Apparently, it wasn't very good. It's not bad, but, but Tom Hanks, I think, directed it. No. No, I did. Yeah, Tom Hanks has something to do with it. Um, Probably executive producer or something. No, no, I think he may have directed it, but it's it's supposed to be not that good. No, it's not that good. It's it's all right, like you know what I mean. Um, but there's just bits in it where it's like. Well, it's based off of Vincent Bugliosi's book, right? Which is um, Vincent Bugliosi is the lawyer who put away Charles Manson. Right. He's he's one of the greatest prosecutors that ever lived. And he spent the last bit of his career, so in the 80s, this is kind of an addendum to our JFK one, is in the 80s there was a BBC mock trial for Lee Harvey Oswald. Now this isn't the first one, and it isn't actually the last one, because there's been a few there recently. Mm. But uh, it's one of the rare ones, because in a lot of the mock trials they either end in acquittal or a hung jury. Right. A lot of times they do, actually, because it is a recognised thing that um, Oswald could have gotten off legally. Regardless yeah. of his, if you believe in his guilt or innocence, just with admissible evidence, a lot of stuff like that. But he won the trial in favour that he was guilty. 
And off the back of this, he wrote this book. It took him like 20 years to write called Reclaiming History. And they changed it to Reclaiming Parkland. Right. Uh, which is basically Vincent Bugliosi trying to forever prove once and for all that Lee Harvey Oswald did it on his own. Yeah. And uh, he went through every theory and tried to debunk it all. That kind of thing. Now, it's a big book and it got a massive amount of praise in the, in the media. Mm-hmm. And it had a CD-ROM as well at the back of it with like a thousand footnotes. Right. But um, the guy, Jim uh, Eugenio, wrote a follow-up book called Reclaiming Parkland. Sorry, Reclaiming Parkland was a, was the follow-up book that your man wrote basically saying, no, he's wrong. Yeah. Kind of, and um, because there was a few issues with it. It's huge. It's like, it's a massive fucking book. It's called a tome. And uh, the thing is, is that most of the book is not really an investigation. It's, it's a prosecution brief. It's, it's uh, very much like um, saying about people like investigators and that like crack pots that kind of it's accusatory it's, it's a prosecution brief it's not an investigation yeah. it's very good and it debunks a lot of the stupider fucking theories but it doesn't actually really like it goes in with a set idea and doesn't challenge it at itself and uh, his central point as well was uh, the, his main bit of evidence was that there was a uh, that they proved that it was Oswald alone was there's this uh, thing called neutron activation analysis which is basically where you you can analyze gun metal right. and see which gun it came from and uh, it was this technique that he said proved that uh, all the fragments found came from Oswald's gun yeah. the thing is is that uh, at the time of writing it that entire field of science is completely debunked so, like, they had to let people out of prison and off death row because, like, a bunch of metallurgists went back and tried to redo it again. It's like, no, you can actually tie it to, well, I think something, I think they got as high as, like, 40 different weapons hmm. it could have come from. And there's no, actually, no actual way to, to nail it down to one thing. And it was another one of those, like, forensic things that just didn't work. Hmm. And they had to overturn loads of convictions and put people out of prison. But that, that never actually came back up. But that's the addendum to that anyway. So yeah, Tom Welling. Tom Welling. <laughs> <laughs> Away from that. Uh, he did... Uh, what the fuck? Michael Rosenbaum does a, a, a show, a podcast show. And it's very interesting interviews. Uh, it's called Getting Inside You or Let Me Inside You or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> they sat down and they were talking about it. We're like, uh, the the, the, the he, Bill Cosby or... He's very... Like, he was always very shy and did fuck all interviews and, and whatnot. But I remember the showrunners, it seemed like the showrunners would say one thing to, to him, the cast, and then another thing to fans, like the suit's coming, you will see him in the suit and blah, blah, blah. And then they say to him, oh, look, we're never going to see you in the suit. This is not about Superman. This Boy. is about Clark Kent. And you never do. Even in a season finale, which pissed me off beyond belief, yeah. it's all faraway shots and, and you just never see him in the suit fully properly. Um, I'm pretty sure the, the footage they used was uh, B-roll from, from Returns. Returns. Yeah. Um, but now he's more open to discussing it and talking to fans about it. And he's... Because, he, again, he's very shy. He, he can come across as a dick, but he just seems to be very shy. Um, but he... There's talk now of... Well, they, they said it on a panel and they said it on the show. Um, and... Uh, I, I may have heard it from someone as well that they they might do an animated something animated for for something to do with Smallville not like like a TV show or like a, like an animated movie based in the Smallville universe 
or a crossover with The Flash. Huh. <clears throat> well, Oliver Queen was in it, and so was... Aquaman, yeah. Cyborg, uh, Impulse, Bart Allen, who is the great-grandson of Barry Allen from the future. Okay. But not that character. Bart Allen was the name of the character, and he was basically the Flash, but they called him Impulse, which is his character's name. Okay. Because you got the Flash, Kid Flash, and Impulse. Well, there's... Well, yeah, animation's a good way to go with some of that stuff. Like, there's... I mean, Batman Beyond was great. Although the Killing Joke animated wasn't great. Bam, the animated stuff has taken... I think they should do more of that with Star Wars. I think that... Um, and I mean drawn animation. That kind of style of animation. Because... it, Everyone always raves about the Gennady Tarkovsky Clone Wars series. Because mm. it was just amazing. Yeah. And then when they made Rebels and Clone Wars, there was a different art style. As a friend of mine put it, just as I got used to that fucking art style, they've changed it again for the new... There's a new animated series coming called Resistance. Right. And it's not how I thought it would be, although I think they will do bits of it where it'll pick up where Rebels left off, but I think it's going to focus a bit more on um, on the current sequel trilogy. Like, Captain Phasma, I think, is confirmed to be in it, and I think maybe Kylo Ren, but it's yeah. more of an anime kind of well, style. Yeah, the animated series would be good. Or animated I think movies. if they if they animated... Uh, like, my thing was because I think they make a lot of money and it'd be kind of cool yeah. to do it, is if they just said... Because they have Legends canon now. Right. And if they took some people's love, some of the Legends stuff. It's like, we have jurisdiction over this. It's not in movies. But if you want, like, one-shots, yeah. here's the Throne trilogy animated with a full cast. Yeah. And because yeah. you can get people to reprise their roles as voices yeah. or people who sound like them. You get Mark Hamill. You can, you can get, get Mark Hamill. Fucking, I'm sure Harrison Ford would be like, look, you recorded it at You home. can get Mark Hamill to be Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, yeah, you got Carrie Fisher's not there anymore. But, um, but uh, no disrespect or anything mm. like that, but you can always get someone who can sound like yeah. her. Exactly. Uh, but then you can uh, you can animate them and you could sell them and you would mm. make a fucking profit. But let's stick with the kind of yeah. DC universe, right? DC's cartoons have always been far good, better, I thought. Far better. Like, Mask of the Phantasm. I just rewatched it there recently. It is amazing. Um, the heard of ice. another two. There was some two. There was a Mister Freeze. Yeah, heard of ice. Oh, sorry, heard of ice. And then there's the three Batwomen or three Batgirls. I think it's called. Um, they were kind of tied to animated universe. Then you had the the Batman Beyond one, which had the Joker returning. Um, that was great. That was. Good. Then you had because uh, that really fucked up death in it, and they killed the Joker. Yeah, and this, that yeah. was so fucked up. <laughs> then you have like more and more recently, you kind of have. Um, they did Flashpoint, didn't you? They did Flashpoint. It was okay. They did. Um, they did one as well. Where it's a new universe. It's Batman and Green Lantern. I've seen that, but Nathan Fillion plays Green Lantern. What what you're thinking about? They did basically what they did was uh, Flashpoint in the comic books led into New Fifty Two, which is their, DC's way of rebooting their entire universe, which made superheroes younger and took away Superman's pants, oh, yeah. red on front, and gave him a belt, and same with Batman, took away his black short things, whatever the fuck trunks. Um, uh, so they made Justice League War, 
and Justice League Throne of Atlantis, I think it's called, which is basically the first two arcs of the... Oh, well, War was the first arc of the, the reboot of Justice League, and Throne of Atlantis, or the, the one with Aquaman in it, basically, was... Uh, was an arc. I'm not sure if it's the second arc, but it was one of the arcs in the Justice League thing that they adapted, and they were adapted, all right, I suppose. Uh, Nathan Fillion didn't do the voice, in the first one. He did it in the second one. Uh, but Nathan Fillion has voiced Green Lantern in an animated series and in a few animated movies. Like they did, um, Crisis on Two Worlds. I think it was. Yeah, I think it's Crisis on Two Earths. Where basically the Justice Lords are in it, uh, which had Owlman instead of Batman, mm. uh, voiced by James Woods. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, you've got Batman and Superman, Public Enemies. Uh, you've got a guy. I can't think of his name. He's an Irish actor. Um, Jacob Rees. Oh no, that's Jonathan Rees Myers. No, 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 no. Uh, Oh, I can't think of his name. He's in the Siege of Jalotville as well as the. Oh, Jamie Dornan. No, not him. He's the guy. He's he's friend. Well, he's second in command in that. Oh, yeah, I can't think of his he name. He played either. Albert Wesker in a Resident Evil movie. Uh, he was in the American version of Life on Mars. Oh fuck that! Uh, I can't think of his name. Jason O'Mara. He is the voice of Batman. It's a pretty good voice, like um. They did Batman under the Red Hood or the Batman mm, Red Hood. That was good. That was okay. It was it was okay. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, Bender's voice, did the voice of Joker. It just mm. wasn't and like it. Uh, it was very well done though. It was good. Uh, it was on par with most of the stuff that they, that they're putting out. But more recently, they've done. They've kind of adapted Grant Morrison's run a bit, and. Uh, well, they did. They did uh, year one. Uh, Zack did, Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Is it Zack? They Snyder? did All Star Superman. Yeah, but <clears throat> did Zack Snyder write comics? Not that Zack Snyder. Okay. Different. Or is his name Zack Snyder? It's something Snyder, anyways. Scott. Scott Snyder. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, he they, they did like a trilogy. Uh, first part of it's kind of taken from Grant Morrison's Batman and Son. I think it was the arc. Where Damien Wayne shows mm. up and you got Nightwing in it. And he's voiced by the doctor from Firefly. Oh, yeah, the guy who played Shepard Book, yeah. No, not Shepard. Oh, I know, I know you're on about it. Yeah. yeah, Simon. Uh, and then the second one was Batman versus Robin, which uh, took in the Court of Owls storyline from Snyder's run, but the Batman versus Robin arc was actually done in Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin where Robin uh had fucked up his back. He his mum's Talia Al Gould, she uh he they did surgery on his back to repair it, but she'd put nanites in it which allowed Deathstroke to control him. So Batman and Robin fought. Obviously Batman won, Dick Grayson. And um but in this you had Batman and Robin fighting because of the ideals they both have and the court of owls were in the middle of it all and then they did uh batman bad blood i think i think it's bad blood where it was essentially batman supposedly dies in the opening 
and Dick Grayson takes up the mantle of Batman. Well, they did as well. They did. Um, they did the Dark Knight Returns. They did the Dark Knight Returns. Right. See, they yeah, they've got good. They've got good stories they but could they, do. They, it wasn't that good. Yeah, but I think animation as a as a medium yeah. is good for obviously for comic stuff, but for for stuff in general for those kind of worlds, I'd like to see more but of it. DC always had a better animated universe. Yeah. Um. Like, oh, but they messed it up. Like they did a, the most recent one. I remember the two re- most recent ones. That I remember watching that one. I really enjoyed, and I wished. Uh, that they had actually adopted to live action because it would have worked was um, the the Suicide Squad one. Oh Hell yeah, to Hell to Pay, yeah. Um, really well done, and very interesting <coughs> storyline. Where essentially Amanda Waller sends them after this uh, trinket belonged to Doctor Fate, which is a get out of hell card. Yeah, basically, if you hold it in the moment of dying you get resurrected straight away kind of thing um, and you've got the reverse flashes after it you've got Vandal Savages after it and then they're all going up against each other but does Vandal Savage have a healing factor is he just a guy I don't know because surely they can just kill I him think, I think he's immortal like he can't die that's his whole thing like he's he's, he's, he's a caveman yeah. yeah he's a caveman who he's like, like a dickhead version of the man from earth pretty much yeah but he uh, in it, the reverse flash that's in it is the actual reverse flash from Flashpoint, the the animated yeah. movie. They get shot in the head by. I uh, still moving. Thomas, right? yeah. yeah. So he basically, at the moment of impact, he slowed down everything. So he's got a big hole in his head, but uh, he's dying every time he uses his powers. He's getting closer and closer to death. So he wants this card so he can live. Um, then you have, uh. Batman Ninja came out. Yeah, what was that? It's horrendous. It looked kind of naff. Like, Batman is kind of naff by nature, but it's... But you basically... Let's make it feudal Japan. I would rather the animated Batman versus Predator than anything else. That would have been amazing. But you have it where... um, Gorilla Grodd has this machine and it explodes and everyone within the blast gets sent back to feudal Japan. Somehow you've got two faces sent back. The... Uh, the Joker sent back and Joker is like the warlord and uh, because of the way time works Batman arrives a bit later than the rest of the group um, they all just it's just so so stupid so bad the animation is horrendous it didn't look great um, now they're doing uh, the death of Superman again they've already done the death Have of they Superman done it? yeah yeah they did it where um Oh, James Masterson is the voice of Lex Luthor in it. I think Adam Baldwin is the voice of... Oh, he's done that before, hasn't he? Huh? Has he really done that before? Who? Bo- Alan Baldwin. Uh, is it Adam Baldwin? He played Jane in fucking Firefly. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin, yeah. Yeah, he, played, he did the voice of Superman. I'm not sure if he did it in All-Star Superman or if he did it in... But uh, Superman versus Doomsday or Superman Doomsday or whatever the animated movie was, where he it's the death of Superman. So they're rehashing it again, and basically in this version of it, uh, Jason O'Mara reprises his role as it's set in as Batman. It's set in the that Justice League War universe because um, Rosario Dawson is the voice of Wonder Woman again. Michelle oh, Monaghan that, that would work yeah. well, Michelle Monaghan was the voice for her I think originally 
in Justice League War. I still um, haven't seen the movie Wonder Woman. What do you call him? Chris O'Donnell? No, not Chris, Chris O'Donnell. No, no. Um, ah, he was in a Sliders TV show. Oh, no, never saw it. Uh, Connell O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. He's the voice of Superman and uh, his wife is the voice of Lois Lane. Uh, Rebecca Stamos. Rebecca Romain Stamos. The, the original Mystique. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, like, being honest, I'd really like to see more of just kind of good animation not even just with that but like you know we were talking about before because um, Ireland is actually getting quite good in higher, higher ranking and we have a great animation industry here mm. uh, like Cartoon Saloon and uh, the guys are making and they're doing a great fucking cultural service as well because they're, they're making animation involved in our mythology yeah yeah and they're doing more of that there's Song of the Sea and there's uh, which I haven't seen there's Secret of Kells but there's another one that's coming I think it's called Wolf Wolf something like Wolf Riders or something like that. Right. That's some Irish mythology one, but I'm happy to see that. But they've got one that I think has been nominated for an Oscar or tipped or something for. Well, it can't be nominated now. Uh, sure, sorry. Uh, tipped for an award anyway. It's uh, it's set in uh, in Pakistan. It was operated uh, uh, by when it was uh, the Taliban were in power. Right. It's about a little girl who has to disguise herself as a boy to go out and work. Right. It's called the Breadwinner. It looks fantastic, but I'd love to see like. Like that kind of the more humanistic animation that you see, the more humanistic animation that you see with, um, with like the DC and comics and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I know we said it like loads of times, but that would make a great Hannibal movie. Oh, Hannibal! Yeah, if you could animate stuff like that, have you could because with animation, I guess you can cast anyone you want. Just yeah. the voice. They can look like anyone because that came from Beowulf. Because you remember fucking Ray Winstone was the voice of oh, Beowulf. Beowulf. Oh, I'm Beowulf. That's what all he does in the whole movie. Yeah. Is oh, right. I'm Beowulf. Fuck off. It's terrible. Ray Winstone. You slag. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Goose a fag. Like, go and go go and buy what happening with the Marvel Universe now Marvel they still put out animated stuff they're putting out a Spider-Man one aren't they Spider-Verse into the multiverse or something like that's called uh, or Spider-Verse could you imagine if they did the clone saga because everyone hates it Every, I don't know why it's not like the worst I heard it, it was supposed to be terrible isn't it no, everyone it's not that bad it's just I remember a lot of people were in, okay so uh, kind of stupid for like, people who don't know basically there's a Spider-Man villain called the Jackal who got Peter Parker's DNA and cloned him and the first clone I think was Kane and it came out all wrong he had like a protruding vein on his face and long hair big hulking dude and then he met he eventually made the perfect clone uh, who turned out to be good and he called himself uh, Ben Riley uh, Ben for Uncle Ben and Riley, I think, was May Parker's maiden name. No, it wouldn't have been. Maybe. Oh yeah, it would have been May Parker. May Parker's maiden name. So he took the name Ben Riley, and he became known as the Scarlet Spider. And then Peter Parker eventually lost his powers, and him and Mary Jane decided to go off together, and Ben Riley became Spider Man. And basically, Ben Riley to look different from Peter, cut his hair short, and dyed it blonde. He, they then found out that Ben Riley was actually the real Peter Parker, that he was the real deal, and that Peter Parker was the clone. And 
doesn't Mary Jane a clone? No, that was the that was the cartoon. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. That um, everyone hated it. So it ended up. It it went on for a few years, like, but then it ended up eventually. Peter Parker came back as Spider Man, and him and Ben Riley both as Spider Man. Uh, before Peter became full time Spider Man, uh, fighting against the Green Goblin and. Ben got impaled by the fucking glider and uh, disappeared. This disaster uh, fucking disappeared. Yeah, which oh, okay. is what clones do when they die, and then <laughs> that's how you found out that oh shit, Peter Parker is the real Peter Parker after all. Um, I think a lot of people hated the fact that Ben Riley was the real Peter Parker and that kind of stuff. That that's not what I remember about it at the time. There was no real internet. Wasn't there as well, like Peter took a serum and grew two other arms. No, I was a cartoon where he was. And how did he get rid of them? He, he I had to go to school. See, I don't remember the comic book version of that too much, but I just remember that basically because he he was evolving because of spider bite, and he got an extra two arms because spiders have eight legs, and then he started turning into a giant man spider, which happened in the cartoons as well. They were weird. Aerosmith did the opening of that, didn't they? Did they? I think they did, yeah. For the Spider-Man? I think they had an Eris. Yeah, I think there was no. a... No. It was like a digital version of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I just think they had something Radio to do with it. Spider-Man. Yeah, it was great. Uh, oh, yeah, it was great. It, it was it, the best. Kind of had like uh, air quote CGI animation as well. Do you remember those bits? <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was it's like the Iron Man cartoon had that as well. It looked really dodgy. Oh, man. The Iron Man cartoon was so bad. The suit was more yellow than red and yellow. Red and gold. Yeah. There was they had the Hulk one as well, which is all right. Hulk was good. Iron Man was enjoyable, kind of. They had the Fantastic Four as well. At the they same made time. like a few of those. Though. They had like a big crossover, uh, where well not crossover. They had a uh, where where uh, Spider Man meets the Beyonder, and he's got to lead a team against, um, uh, a team of heroes that he picks against like the Red Skull uh, Doc Ock and all them who've taken over different parts of this planet um, so from the X-Men I remember it was like going through all the faces and I seen Gambits and it was slowing down I was like oh it's going to be Gambit Storm right now I've seen this episode a few times when I was a kid. <laughs> just for those vital seconds no 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 but each time I was like it's going to be Gambit oh it's Storm again <laughs> like an idiot Gambit. that I was but hey the Fantastic Four X-Men you know Storm Iron Man Fantastic Four and Captain America I, there might be a few might be one or two others in there I just remember that Doom somehow cured the thing met him human and his face was normal in this world whatever anyway Spider-Man overcomes prevails which leads us into the last arc of Spider-Man cartoon where uh, he had to lead a group of Spider-Men I remember that episode because the Spider-Man. Iron Spider was in it, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, but the Spider-Man that they were going up against was uh, the villain they were going up against, who was more powerful than the Beyonder, was creating a machine that weakened the Beyonder. Was uh, Carnage had bonded with this Peter Parker, and so this Spider-Man, he had one Spider-Man who was, was Iron Man. No, no, it was an Iron Spider. Yeah, who was just a jerk kind of. Yeah. Scarf Spider was there, Ben Riley. Uh, who, who actually was, was his own was, person was, was the Spider-Man they were fighting was from his world okay. we found out that, that that Peter found out that he was actually the clone and that's why he went mental and became one with Carnage 
Um, you had a Spider-Man who had taken control of Doc Ock's arms. He had the he had a headpiece on over the, huh. over the mask and extra arms. Uh, you had Spider-Man who was in mid transformation into the spider thing. <laughs> and he had a Spider-Man who just it was in the costume, it was there, same voice and all that, but you found out at the very end. He had no powers. He had no powers. He was just an actor who played Spider-Man in this world. It's Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man <laughs> went to the real world and met Stan Lee. And it ends with him and Madame Webb going off to try and find the real Mary Jane. She doesn't know where she is, but they're going to go find her. And it was cancelled, wasn't it, after that? Well, it like, ended on that. Like. Oh, okay. Well. Um, but, that, that, you see, but that's older animation. That's, that's uh, Marvel animation back in the fucking 90s. Yeah. In the noughties, then... They, Numerous attempts at the X Men franchise in cartoon form. You had X Men Evolution, which was uh, it was all right. Then you had Wolverine in the X Men, which was middling. The animation was good. It was, it, it was well, I think like, what stands out there is also DC because what I remember of that being younger than was the Justice League cartoon. See, you had Batman, then you had Superman. Yeah, and then you had the Justice League. And cartoon. then you had the Justice League. And Justice League was fantastic. And then it became Justice League Unlimited and it brought in like loads of. And the voice acting talent in that show was amazing. Then the well. Teen Titans. Teen Titans was good. Then they, cha- they cancelled it and turned it to Teen Titans Go. Uh, more recently, there was Young Justice, which was quite good. Uh, ran for two seasons, got cancelled. Static Shock. They're bringing it back. Um, so that's meant to be coming next year. Static Shock was 90s. In the 90s, you'd... Ba- uh, Static Shock was awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, it's Static Shock and they Batman Beyond. Yeah. And then... Did an episode of, of Justice League Unlimited where Batman, Wonder Woman and John Stewart were thrown in one episode they went back they were back in time with Jonah Hex and then they were sent into the future and they went into Batman Beyond Future yeah. where you had an old version of Static, Static Shock. Shock and uh, uh, I'm like Bruce Wayne what I remember of that as well is that with um, when they go to find Bane and it's just like yeah he's just he's like your man from Breaking Bad with the bell yeah. he's just crippled he's like because oh yeah don't do drugs kids yeah, yeah, yeah. like don't do steroids you end up a broken old man shit in a bag you see <clears throat> the way I'm for Gambit and Marvel I'm kind of the same way for kind of Dick Grayson and DC so I always remember the episode where Dick Grayson's name is mentioned. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, but one episode that, that really stuck out with me, well, well there was two. One where Bruce, to talk Bruce was going mad and the whole way through he's like, no I'm not going mad, I'm not going to see all I know who I am and whatnot. At the very end he's like, goes from how do you know that you weren't going mad? He goes, oh because I kept calling myself Bruce. He's like, yeah. He goes, yeah well, I don't call myself Bruce. Um, and another episode that, that I remember is where Talia Ghoul comes and she brings Bruce and she gives him some serum or whatever and he turns him young again and you find out that basically Ra's al Ghul is in yeah. Talia's body and there's a moment where Talia and Bruce had kissed and <laughs> oh. at the end of the episode they're walking away and he's like oh that was disturbing because that was disturbing <laughs> I kissed her <laughs> <laughs> Um. Then, but like, so they've done quite well 
in those kind of like DC is always shown that way. Well, the, the Constantine animated series. Well, that's what I was on about. They're going to make an animated series. Well, right they've there. released the first five, six episodes so far. They're only like ten good? minutes long. They're, yeah, they're quite good, quite violent. But um, they changed the voice actor for Chaz from the actor in the show. The only actor from the show is John Constantine, but it's fucking violent. I love they also the comics. Vixen as well. Is it Vixen? Yeah. Is it Vixen? Because I loved his story. I loved John Constantine is one of the best characters. Mm. He's he's just no for who he is like because he doesn't really have powers. Oh, he's a con man. Yeah, but he but he's so good at it. Mm. That's the kind of thing. He has beaten both heaven and hell both times. I think he um, he's aware of the crisis on infinite earths. The swamp thing and him have a weird relationship. He like he's met Morpheus and that kind of thing as well. Like. Uh, I, I, I would love if they animated Books of Magic. Books of Magic is fantastic. Yeah. Where, because he's like just sound to that young lad who's going to be the big powerful guy and it's him, Dr. Fate. I think it's Dr. Fate. Or Dr. Occult, sorry. Yeah. Him, Dr. Occult, the, the Phantom Stranger and Mr. E. I couldn't, I tried to, I tried to read it, I just couldn't. You didn't like it? No. Why? I don't know. I just couldn't. I missed oh, I the love art. Some, it's an old story. Because they keep switching it. Yeah, but I loved. I loved the uh, the bits with, with the with the Phantom Stranger because he takes them from the beginning of time and that, and they go to different places. Mm. And they show up and they meet Morpheus. And it's like welcome to the dreaming and all that. They they show them all the places, but they have a Boston Brand keeps possessing people next to him on the plane. Mm-hmm. Anytime he's traveling, it's like hey, it's me again. It's like Boston Brand. <laughs> it's like uh, I and I like that's the dead man. Yeah. Yeah. He never does much though, does he? Like what's his power? He's just a ghost. He's a ghost, but he can like possess people. people's bodies. But there's a great He becomes the White Lantern, doesn't he? And he becomes a, a white yeah, that I'm It's too hard to explain I, that one. It's very yeah. hard to explain the blackest night and then the brightest day, yeah. which was White Lanterns, were basically at the end of it all they all died again. Yeah. I think. And balance it all out. And then there's only ever been one proper White Lantern, which is the person who controlled all the spectrums. Yeah. Which is Good, uh, fucking. <laughs> Very far back callback joke was like the only person who can control the entire spectrum is the autistic power <laughs> The autistic power um, He. Oh, what the fuck's his name? Not Guy Gardner, not Hal Jordan, not John Stewart. Kyle Rayner. Um, now, now, coming into comic books, they're introducing a new spectrum. John Stewart's going to become a new lantern, is it? It's not Indigo. Violet? Maybe it's Indigo or Violet. They're running out of colours, lads. Oh, it's stupid. The Magenta Lantern. <laughs> there is a fucking character called Magenta. And I was like, there you go, Martin. Fuck you. Oh, in a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Characters are Dr. Frankenfurter. Oh, is it Nurse Magenta? or One of them's called Magenta. What's the guy's name? Richard O'Brien's character. Oh, I can't remember. I know your one's name is Janet. 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 Um, anyway, uh, Magenta could be a spectrum if Gambit ever got a ring, you know. Yeah. In a different, yeah. Yeah. A kinetic yeah. energy ring. <laughs> it's Magenta. <laughs> um, but now with the where's it going with this? Anyways, oh yeah, uh, what else are we bringing into DC Universe? The, the speaking of Sandman, the, that they're redoing that universe again, or they're reintroducing it, not redoing. There's it. an overture again, I think, or they've 
Because I really like Sandman. I like, they redid Lucifer. I actually don't know if that's been cancelled. Nah. I haven't read it. I, they should while. animate that, but they should make him David Bowie like he should be. Because David Bowie's dead, obviously. Yeah, so. yeah. So they can animate it. Yeah, no, look. The TV show... It was I, terrible, but I, it, it was, was stupid by the looks of no, it. No, it was really, really badly done. I kind of was hate watching it. But... It, they made... They, why do they have to make everything a procedural crime drama? Because procedural crime dramas are work. There's look how many there are on TV, that, um, and how long they've been going for. Uh, CSI. Yeah, but why CSI but with the devil? <laughs> no, but you CSI and all the spin-offs. You have NCIS and all the spin-offs. Uh, Law and Order and all the spin-offs. You have, um, Criminal Mind, and there was one or two spin-offs. Maybe there was one, definitely one spin-off. Um. Car procedural show, shows work. People watch them. Um, I don't know why they did that with Lucifer. They've done it with Sherlock Holmes in America called Elementary. Elementary. Yeah. Elementary is an okay show. It's it's jumped the shark now. Like it it should have gone away. They've changed a lot, and it's great if you watch it and well, don't think of it as Sherlock Holmes. The other Sherlock show jumped the shark as well. Yeah. I still haven't finished it. I I can't bring myself to finish it. I kind of had wrote tinted glasses on while watching it. I think the last two seasons of it. Yeah. And it wasn't until the till re- season one and two are good. Season yeah. three is not great. And season, season four is okay. It's okay, but it's not great. The last episode is fantastic. Yeah, but season great. four is awful. From season what I've seen so far, it, it's just shit. Like it just <clears throat> it's just nonsense. The yeah. Christmas special as well was I thought was pretty fucking nonsense. Yeah. Um. That was for fans. Yeah. Well, Which I suppose I was a fan as well. If you want to do something for fans, make the show good. But, um, the, the procedure, like, just, what can you do with Lucifer though? Follow the source material. Make it like a legion. Legion has done that. Legion broke out of the, because when you were adapting stuff, you had to put it into this format. Right. And by the looks of it, Legion has been its own thing. It can be nuts and mental and all that, like it, the way but it wants to be. But Legion is its own thing. But it is its own but thing. But it's got no. But it's not following any comic book. But I don't on think the back is. of that, yeah. American Gods. Yes. That's allowed to do what it, what that thing following its own. It's Neil Gaiman as well. So. But the thing with American Gods is that um, it's also taking storylines that he didn't put in the books. Yeah, but it's keeping to. Oh, but the, it's good. That's what I mean. Like, but it has that kind of. But like the Lucifer thing is, he's a lot. Well, he's not a lounge singer. He he runs a club called yeah. Lux. That's all I really know about yeah. it. And I, well, I know him from as well from Sandman, which is which I just thought was really clever. Mm. Was the bit in it where he just um, he's like, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I'll give you the keys. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, yeah. although I think um. There was originally plans to make a death movie. They were going to make High Cost of Living, I think, and uh, they were going to have uh, Morpheus cameo and possibly Neil Gaiman would play him. Yeah. As a cameo. Yeah, I've heard that before. Like, any of the death stuff would be great. She's a great character. In yeah, it well. yeah. Well, I know... Um, any of the... Like, Sandman could be made if you... If you ju- if, no, it's Sam, hard. Sandman is, like... Um, it almost shouldn't be made. It called? really kind of shouldn't. Ah, oh, fucking Q-tip. They call him Q-tip. Uh... Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. was originally going to try and adapt it, and he just couldn't. 
yeah. well, he, well, he ended up off the project anyway, so it's in limbo again. Then you have the likes of, uh, you've got the boys is coming. Yeah. And the casting is amazing. Yeah, Carl Urban is Billy Butcher. Isn't? Yeah. I forgot about that because I haven't watched season two of Preacher. Oh, it's terrible. I haven't watched any more of it because I love the comics. I've heard the show is quite good. Uh, it's different. I hate the show with a passion. They have such a good cast, like such a good cast, and they're just like follow the fucking source material. Like adapt the comic book. It's not a case of oh the fans have read it they'll know it's coming and we're making this more accessible for people. You're not. You're you're taking a fucking brilliant, already written. Uh, material that's very easily adaptable and you're fucking off in your own direction with it all uh, but this is the thing do you want it if you want it exactly down yeah. would there even be a point yeah mm. well okay I say that while uh, I want an exact fucking Dresden Foils adaptation so well not the one that you got but no, uh, no, no that's not an exact no, with, one with, with, with fucking um, Preacher They've hinted at his aunt. Yeah. And the two... The Did they ever explain why she knows the the, the all-father of the grail? Does she, she? Yeah, she does. He knows her. That's the thing. He, no. He does. They mentioned that he, he seems to be familiar with her in, in the comics. I just remember her dying. I remember Ting dying. Tulip dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And, and God she, brings her back. Yeah, it was a deal. Because I'm a loving God. They can't go out yeah. Um... Like in this, God is on Earth, and did they met him yet? They have, but didn't realize that they met him. Basically, God was dressed up in a dog sex outfit, like dressed up as a dog in like a gimp <coughs> suit. That's so he realizes God, dog spelled backwards is God. Nilbog. Nilbog. <laughs> um. Oh, it's oh, I can't. It's just it's so bad. It's just terrible. I, I, I couldn't no, to be fair though you are looking at this through Gordon Vision so. this is true and I hate a lot of stuff yeah a lot of like, we've, we've kind of established we've established that <laughs> but the, the the AMC versions of The Walking Dead I like the first five episodes of The Walking Dead man that show has apparently become an absolute joke like yeah. it's own fans now hate it well it's well the it's ratings have end. dropped so yeah. far like really bad but the writing is supposed to be pretty shit as well like. yeah and they've got a spin-off show out of it. Yeah. And then it's I'm fearful for the boys. I I kinda look, again, it's the same preacher. The stuff is there. I get it if you want to do a little twist and turn and do adapt other things, but it's different to Preacher. Preacher you got three main characters that you're kind of following, and then you have uh Hairstar, the Killer Saints, the the Angels. Uh, so you can you know which they haven't really focused they, they've focused a lot on the killer of saints and they've brought in her star but not as much screen time as they would have got panel time if that makes sense whereas the boys you've got six characters um sorry five of the boys and then you got the the superhero team you got loads of character moments there um so hopefully you can adapt well I, it'll be interesting you, you've read all of it haven't you I know the story I haven't read all of it but I know the story oh there's 
so it's, many. You can't things. film half of it though. There's one. There's one thing that happens in it that I know that the. Uh, there's a few things I can think of. There is the, the, the there's a plane taken over by terrorists. Yeah. This nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. But they stop. Yeah. They stop the the terrorists, but your man smashes in the fucking windscreen or the, the front <laughs> screen, and like shreds the pilots, so no one knows how to fucking fly the sh- the, the the plane, and. They're just like, oh, fuck, this isn't working. Let's get the fuck out of here. And they just leave. And they let everybody fucking die. Not cra- they don't crash into the No, tower. they crash into the bridge. The bridge, they crash, yeah. Um, crash into the Brooklyn Bridge, I believe. Which is just fucking... And I think it's still, like... Wrecked. That, wrecked, like, in, in the... It doesn't get fixed till, like, the end, I think. Um, well, the whole timeline's different. As yeah. far as I'm aware, they deviated somewhat. I can't remember when superheroes happened, but I remember that... Oh, back in, in the... F- fucking second world war and in the boys um what do you call it um robert kennedy becomes president he doesn't get killed i know that happens and i know that your man is the president at the time it's set in like 2004 isn't it It, 2003 2004 because they have a guy who's president who's not george bush and they have mentioned that george w bush died misusing a chainsaw while he was drunk or something like that he's well i do know that um there is an issue where one of the characters, Cassidy, shows up. In it. Yeah, well, yeah, Pionice is a, there's a there's a there's a bar hmm. called the Grassy Knoll, which he said he would open. That they have a drink in, and they they, they mention or see an Irish barman whose name is the same as Pionice or something like that, hmm. Pisonus or whatever his name is. He has a really weird first name. Cassidy does. Yeah. Although I wish they kept that in the show, Cassidy during the nineteen sixteen rising, kicking Michael Collins in the bollocks to get out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course the one thing in preacher that will not see is the Bill Hicks scene. Oh, I wanted that so badly. I wanted CGI Bill Hicks. You don't even need to see him. I don't think you see him in the comics. You do. He has a drink of him. But is it not over the shoulder? You see, it's it's um it's it's Rantney Minor, I think, or it's in Texas anyway. No, no, I know it is that, but is. Is I know he sits there and only talks on another dialogue between the two of them where he actually says, "Oh, you're oh, holy shit, you're a preacher." And he's like, "Well, I guess so are you." Yeah. Um, but is Bill Hicks drawn face on? Yeah, you see, he, you see you Bill see Hicks on stage as well. Oh, face on, and it's yeah. like literally from the frames of the thing. They don't have fucking John Wayne in the TV show. Yeah, that's a big omission. So what the fuck? That's that's a big one. Like that's that's an important one. Or the the Duke, is that how he calls him the Duke? He yeah. doesn't call him John Wayne, he calls him the yeah, Duke. Yeah, but there's also the weird bit at the end of the comics for that, isn't it? Like, well, before he sees him any, anymore, he goes, I just got a question for you because I've been seeing you for a while, but you know, I, I started seeing you when I was a kid in like 1960, whatever. And I for, know for a fact that if you're who I think you are, you died like years after that, so I've <laughs> seen him before John Wayne was dead. So it's whether or not he's. But like he, uh, John Wayne was one of my favorite characters in it. Yeah. Like just that he would show up. Well, what do you call it? Copyright free John Wayne. Yeah. The yeah. Duke. Yeah. The Duke. The I'm sure. right here with you, Pilgrim. Um. Yeah. They've done the Saint now as well. Obviously, they've got the Saint of Killers. The Saint of Killer. I keep calling Killer Saint. Um. I like what they did with him at first, but now he's just. Is he as tall as he's meant to be? 
Because no. he's like fucking seven, eight feet tall, isn't no. it? No, I think Graham McTavish is the actor who plays him. Fucking, he's one of the dwarves from... Snow White and Huntsman. No, maybe he might have been in that as well. No, um, The Hobbit. Oh. Dude, the Mohawk. Oh, yeah. He's a big actor. He's very tall and he's fucking fantastic in the role. It's again the actors that got are really good. Um, uh, like I like Dominic Monaghan. I do like him. I've watched a lot of shit movies with him in it, but I've Dominic, always liked him in it. Dominic Cooper. Dominic Cooper. Sorry, but he, I don't. He doesn't make a good Jess. I don't like the guy who's playing Cassidy, but he makes a good Cassidy. Um, oh, I love that guy. Yeah, I, love no, I think that he's actor. fantastic. Like, I love him in everything I've seen. I him didn't in. like him in Misfits. You see, and that's really he was fine. Famous. I love him in This Is England though. He's fantastic. Fuck yes. I He's he fantastic in the movie and the show. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, they, they showed him where he's basically reliving the same day over and over and over again. Uh, of how his family is killed while he's away and he's massacring a town and whatnot. And then... Ratwater, yeah. Yeah. And then you have... Uh, the bit where there's a bit where basically you go to hell he, Jesse sends Arseface to yeah. hell his Arseface look like Arseface yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well I guess they would have been nice to him <laughs> yeah the whole thing with, with Cassie going what the fuck's up in his face yeah. <laughs> like I just remember the issue where he shows up and he has him at gunpoint and they yeah. all just start <laughs> yeah they start laughing yeah <laughs> oh I just reminded me a bit with the fucking Ku Klux Klan and you the fuck is wrong with your chin? Yeah, where the fuck is your chin? <laughs> yeah. How come the big advocates for the white race are always the worst examples of it? <laughs> Did you see the trailer for Spike Lee's new movie? Yes. Black Landsman. Because yeah. I had heard about that story before. Yeah? Yeah, that's a true story. That the guy is a black officer. Uh, um, he he impersonated a member of the clan over the phone to the Grand Dragon mm. for, for ages as a cop. Yeah, and they had—I believe they had someone else stand in for him when they met, but yeah. he just pretended to be him on the phone, and he even said, "Like, how do you know if you're talking to a black man?" And he goes, "Well, race, r- racial minorities have a certain way of speaking in that." Hmm. So the guy had no idea for ages that he was on the phone to the black officer. Yeah, and uh, Adam Adam Driver. Oh, uh, he's getting a lot more work, man. I like Adam Driver. I do too. I think he's a good actor. Um, it's the most interesting thing about what they're doing with Star Wars now. He anyway. is. He is definitely the best. We've said it before. He is the fucking Anakin we should have got. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is? Oh, I was going to say something about another trailer that I seen there recently. Oh, the Freddie Mercury biopic. I'm excited. Have you seen it? I've seen the trailer. Uh, oh, you bit man. He looks like him. He doesn't. He, he looks at when he when he's got the uh, the mustache and the sunglasses mustache and even the, the, the live aid stuff. Not when he's got the long hair. I think he does. I do, the I teeth. Think, yeah, it, I think we're just so used to seeing him on iRobot. His eyes are too buggy. Yeah, but he's got the teeth I right. I don't mean to like. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Nit, uh, that's me nitpicking. I, like, there's nothing wrong with his eyes, but for for Freddie Mercury, his eyes are all wrong. Um, I think they do a good job, but man, the one bit that that I that I was like, oh fuck yes, was when uh, in the trailer the Brian May dude is like, and he's like, now what? He was, and then the erotic comes in. It's like, oh, you fucking nailed it there. But then the bit that took me out of it again was in the trailer. He said, your man's like, goes it on forever. It's like six minutes. He goes, well, if you think six minutes is forever, I pity your wife. That I don't know, man. That's something he would say. Uh, no, not. 
Danny said something like that. Is the the voice? Mm. It, it sounded more like Robbie than Freddie. But when he just says this is the bit where the apparatus comes in, I was like, that's fucking Freddie Mercury. And he does look like him when he de- when the hair is shorter. The Brian May looks like Brian May. Brian May looks like Brian May. Roger Taylor looks like Roger Taylor. But uh, is it something Deacon? The Live Aid stuff as well looked amazing. Mm, look dodge. I don't know, man. No, you know what was great about it? Mm. Is the fucking trailer mashup of Queen's Greatest Hits. Oh, that led yeah. into each other. I was fantastic. That, that, they all actually yeah. blended perfectly together. I think it'll be a good movie. Hopefully. It's interesting. We've gone from Gotham to fucking Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That guy was a legend. I know that was there's memes like of 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 him like there's the one of him on uh, Darth Vader's uh, shoulder. Yeah. It's like you you may be cool, cool but you will never be Freddie Mercury riding uh, on the back of Darth, Darth, Vader. Darth Vader. But there's another one. Uh, Freddie Mercury said he would become a legend, so he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's fantastic because that's. I don't know if it's ever been used, but I think that I don't know if that was ever used as an argument against like fundamentalist Christians and things like that. But if you like homosexuality is wrong, okay, gay people are going to hell. You telling me honestly, Freddie Mercury is not in paradise right now if there is an afterlife. You telling me that that alone would damn him forever, like, yeah, it's like the guy who wrote Bohemian Rhapsody, like. Hmm. I, you sing along to that in the car. I know you do. I don't know fucking. <laughs> I don't care how fucking hateful you are. That's a good song. <laughs> You can hate gay people all day long, but when fucking Premium Rhapsody comes on the radio... You say you fucking Galileo, asshole. Galileo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that that looks good. The Predator trailer. The Predator trailer. I am apprehensive about. But I... the photos that came up afterwards are interesting. Olivia Munn is not a good actress. Not, would, and she's she? in the movie playing a fucking scientist it reeks of Denise Richards in the Bond film where she played a fucking uh, nuclear scientist um, however no, it's Shane Black which is is um, very good no and here's why Shane Black is good at buddy cop movies he's good at buddy cop movies but and buddy cop movies but he was in the Predator he was in the original Predator that, he didn't write it. No, but he, was he in could it. do a good... He could make an enjoyable as fuck. He Predator turned movie. Iron Man fucking 3 into uh, a buddy cop movie with a kid. He always has kids in, in his more recent movies. They're, they're good guys. Is that what? No. Is it the good guys? Uh, the nice guys. Is it the nice guys? The nice guys, Russell Crowe. And that, yes. was, that was fantastic. That was amazing. But again, kid sidekick. Yeah, no, he does do kid sidekicks, uh, which is... Uh, and in this movie, you've got a kid in it, and, and the only thing that's missing is being set at Christmas. I'm going to be disappointed if I go see a Shane Black movie and there's no Christmas. A scene. very Predator Christmas. Hmm. Predator fighting in the snow, we haven't seen that before. Oh no, we did Alien vs. Predator. Oh shit. <laughs> a sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> a slaying song tonight. Um, if Arnie doesn't come in with a quick quote, <laughs> oh man, like he, stick around, stick around. Uh, we need we need Schwarzenegger to show up at least once, just to come in with like a marking on him, whatever. Just come in like, like fuck this, I'm out of here. Now that they respect him, they know him. He's yeah. like, I'm retired. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> if he's the fucking guy's boss, the 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 your man from Logan. You show up at the end on a helicopter. It's like, did you do it? <laughs> it's like, show, show me. And they have the fucking hand blades. It's like, yeah, it's him. 
Like, I don't know, like, the, the, the Predators are coming back or something. I don't mm. know what's the reason for it, but that they know about them. Because I never saw Predator 2. In Predator 2, did they... they the, gov- knew- the government knew about the Gary Busey character. The government knew about, knew about aliens and they knew about him. Yeah. I, okay, again, uh, my memory, it's been years since I've seen it, but my memory isn't great on it, but I do remember there is a scene where they're showing him footage from the first movie of The Forest Leveled. I don't know if you see Arnie in it being stretched out or being walked out or whatever, but they do mention it. They do know about they know about the predators. They know where he is, and they're that they're trying to find him. That's what the uh, uh, Gary Busey. So this would be a continuation is. of that. Maybe that they know about them. They exist. They've been around before. Hmm. Are they going to mention predators at all? Probably not. Which I I again because I, you're one in that movie. The Israeli knew about them as yeah. well. Uh, but there's always someone who knows about them yeah if you remember in the first movie there was the are they in Cambodia where the fuck are they in the first one no they're in they're in um, they're in Guatemala they're in the, the Amazon anyway yeah well the girl knows about them well from legend kind of but but in Alien vs Predator 2 uh, <laughs> of all the ones to cite uh, yeah. Requiem it, at the very end I think there's an after credit scene or it's at the very end of the movie where the nuclear explosion goes off. Uh, they nuke the town, killing everything. The helicopter crashes. It's very reminiscent to fucking the second Resident Evil movie in a way. Um, the government, there's a guy with a case walking down. He goes in and he opens it up and it's the shoulder mount. Going. Oh, so I basically made that fucking scene up. Okay. So, do those movies exist in this universe which I don't I don't think they do I think this is a continuation of one and two this is part three well no at the end of that one that you're on about the shoulder mount is given to Mr. Yutani which will become Wayland Yutani yeah so yeah I don't know those aren't those aren't in any Alien and Predator movies are not together like I want to see another Alien vs Predator movie but I don't want any humans in it have Mm. it fucking subtitled if you have to don't have any dialogue Star Wars Christmas special yes um but with the new Predator, I... But didn't in Predator 2, didn't he talk? No. Motherfucker. Like, he does that. He does have... Well, yeah. They're yeah. able to talk, aren't no, they? No. What they, they can do mimic. Is record, they mimic your voice. Yeah. Because in the jungle, like, over here, over here, yeah. over here. So they use it as a... It's uh, recording. And they use it as a distraction. But they're trying to create hybrid. So basically, the government or the, uh, the I think the predators are. I think the predators are going from planet to planet and taking the best of the species and making their own kind of hybrids or mm, adapting. That could go either way. Exactly. That's what I'm fucking iffy mm. about. But, okay, obviously they come to Earth because they've been defeated twice already on Earth by Earth people. <laughs> by a cop and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Ernie, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but, but like. Donald, or not Donald Glover, uh, Danny Glover. Come on, that dude. No. Yeah, and well, that was a younger one, wasn't it? That was a very that was a that was a teenager, wasn't it? That was a their own walkabout. No, that's Alien versus Predator. Oh, okay. There are three teen aliens who go into the Arctic, to, or predators who go into the Arctic to fight the aliens so they can earn their their stripes. Their their gun mounts. They're the fucking uh, mighty ducks of, uh, of predators. Yeah. <laughs> Although ducks fly together. Rambo Five is happening. Yeah. Rambo versus the cartel. Yeah. Yeah. Rambo versus the cartel. Which I'll watch it. 
I'll definitely watch it because they got to give him a reason because like Robert the, De Niro. The first one is he's he's it's an anti-war movie. The second one is well, the first one is, is based a, on is the a, book, and it's great. But it's fantastic. It should have ended where the book ended, where he, he shoots, himself. shoots himself. Yeah, this it's about it's an anti-war movie. Yeah. It's about the way people treat veterans. It's actually a serious film. The second one is ridiculous, where he goes and single-handedly wins Vietnam yeah. again and rescues all the POWs and fights the big Russian guy in a stupid big helicopter, yeah. and he shoots the grenade tips. <laughs> fucking bows and arrows no that's the third one that's the second one that's no. the first one part two he shoots a Vietnamese officer and he blows him up which is stupid that happens in the third one as well doesn't in it in the not? third one he probably does it but the third one they don't show much because the third one is him training the fucking Taliban, Taliban yeah. <laughs> against the Russians and riding on a horseback against a fucking helicopter yeah and then the fourth, fourth one, one is Rambo where if you haven't seen it look at Patrice O'Neill's review of Rambo 4 where he just says Fuck it. He's <laughs> violent. He's in Burma for some reason. He's just picking up cobras and yeah. with missionaries. It's a ridiculously violent film. Oh, but yeah. at the end of that, he goes home. He goes yeah. back to America. And he goes to visit his dad. He's like, hey, son. Uh, so where have you been since? No, you don't, you don't see him. He walks home. To no, you see him at outside uh, it's a the house. laneway to his old house. And it's his letterbox. Oh. And it says Rambo on it. Oh, I thought it was his father's. And house. then he just he that's how it ends. So why would Ram? What would be Rambo doing now? Because he's pretty kind of old for this shit now. Like he's seventy one, man. Yeah, he's in his seventies. But the thing is, he still got that like. Th- I still get to have that. Rambo keeps running into people who just don't understand. Who <laughs> fuck they're messing with, and they're yeah. gonna have. He's gonna grab. So they're gonna. He's gonna run into some. Mexican cartel people they're going to have to build the wall to keep him out of Mexico <laughs> for killing the wall or something like that let it go let it that's what I was thinking as well just let it go <laughs> ripping throats off people It'll be, he'll be there with his bow and arrow shooting people in horrific what's his new weapon then it'll have you just have a machete a machete launcher no John Rambo would just actually like he should be in Predator they're like they've come for him like yeah he's like alright but I got one thing to do first and then go on, him and the Predator just wipe out the Mexican t- cartel. That would be amazing. <laughs> Rambo versus Predator. Oh, yeah. No, it would work way better because Rambo was actually suited to the whole jungle. Rambo would have had mud on him already. Like, yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. they, they wouldn't even see him. <laughs> They're like, wait, where's the dude? And they're just dead. Like, like oh, Rambo beat them. Like, he just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> or give you a war you won't believe. Yeah. That that would be pretty. Ram- Rambo actually would have done way better than Schwarzenegger would have in in that jungle because he would have just been at home like. Yeah. He just step into the shadows and disappear. The, pre- the predators get kind of freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, oh no! What happens if we just this guy's leave? into it? He just looks up and goes, "Finally, <laughs> a champion." That's a movie. Just take movie characters. I if I did the if I did a predator movie, I would love to have them bringing in people who have possibly survived them, but I would love to bring in a Gurkha. Or a bunch of Gurkhas that had just won. Had just mm. defeated one. And mm. not it wasn't just a lone survivor. Because the Gurkhas could. Yeah. It'd be a Gurkha with something around his chest. And he'd have been marked as well. So they knew not to fuck with him. Yeah. So they come back and maybe like... You know, give him a salute or something. But it'd just be this old like Nepalese guy. With his cookery blade. And they're like a weird predator mark on his head. And there's like a bunch of the guys from the troop. And they just like have one of them dead. Yeah. So they got his face ripped off or something. Like he put in the thing and they ran away with his, his blades or something. Yeah. That would be cool. I think, like, yeah, this troop of Gurkhas came across him. He killed, like, four of the Gurkhas, but, like, the Gurkhas killed him immediately, like... But if you think about the second... just grabbed on top of him and cut his head off. The second Predator movie, the, the, the end sequence in that, opened up so many possibilities for the Predator universe. 
Well, they're just... Um, why are they there? They have different aliens heads. Yeah. Skeleton. They have an actual alien. That's where the whole alien versus predator yeah. came from. They had the... The, the xenomorph skull, yeah. skull, But he throws them a gun as a fucking trophy. Yeah. And it's like from 16-something. Yeah, so they've 15. been here before, yeah. They've been here like loads of times. So they just come to Earth to hunt for game. That's in, that's in Predator's... The the, the the other movie with Adrian Brody yeah you see the other trophies and the skulls and one of the skulls isn't an actual alien skull it's an Australopithecus one so they've been hunting us since before we were humans yeah 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 I really liked the bit in, in Predators there's a cool bit where they where they, they come to get have this plan to capture it they capture it and then they kill it and it's like a completely different yeah. alien it's like ah. Oh. That movie had so many good bits. In it. It, oh, the Russian guy. The Russian guy was great. He gets stabbed and lifted up and goes, "Das Vidanya, motherfucker!" Yeah. He has the grenade and blows one of them up. Yeah. And uh, fucking Walter Goggins' character. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the samurai. The, the samurai. Was great, guy, yeah. What happens to the Walter Goggins' character is horrific. Oh yeah, he, he just rips his skeleton out the back of his. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Adrian Brody is a fucking lead. I'd love to see the Predator fight a really good martial artist so he couldn't actually, like, grab a hold of him. Conor McGregor. No, no. <laughs> Give me your belt. <laughs> Give me your belt. Give me your belt. Conor McGregor picking up stuff. Throwing <laughs> fucking <laughs> dollies. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, so Mike Tyson. Could Mike Tyson knock out a, a Predator? A fully restrained Predator, yeah. You bet, you bet <laughs> your fucking ass. That would really surprise the Predators as well. They come up and sneaking up on Iron Mike down for some reason and... You turn around and surprise him, like jump land in front of him, he just hits him and knocks him out. Yeah. And all the other predators may be watching like, holy shit, like that was, whoa. But the predators, well in this... No, they'd probably shoot him from a distance, no, they'd be cheating. In, in predators, the, the Adrian Brody one, uh, the, 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 the pro, uh, what the, the wolf pack, was it? The, what the wolf the, predators, yeah. Wolf predators didn't give a fuck, they had no code of honour. Yeah, no, they're just killers. Yeah. They're just killers. Whereas the predators are hunters. Are hunters, but they have a code of honor where they won't. They don't kill sick people. They don't kill pregnant people, or women, should I? Or anyone with weapons. It has to be and fair game. It, yeah, they only kill people that have weapons. So Mike Tyson would be all right. Well, Mike Tyson is a weapon. He is a weapon, but they don't know. They don't. The predator versus the iron fist, and I hope the predator just kills him immediately. <laughs> Did it? Well, they've done Superman versus Predator, I think. I know they've well, done Batman versus. That would be Batman. interesting because, like, oh, we'll hunt this. Oh, no, dude. no, no, no. They did, they did Superman versus aliens, but uh, laser beam vision. I remember, uh, Jesus, back in '99, I read a, a fan fiction of Wolverine versus the Predator. Um, well, he'd win eventually. Oh, he won, but it's it's just at the end, at the end, they give him a, uh, the give him like a gun as well, and he throws it back and tells him to shut up their ass that he doesn't want their trophy. Yeah, it would be kind of funny if if they ran out of good trophies and it was just something they had on the tie and they didn't know like valuable stuff so they throw you like a coupon for Supermax or something <laughs> like really at the end of this like is what they found on the last guy <laughs> throw you something interesting <laughs> Predator versus Chad Predator throws you a boomerang comes back to Predator is like oh well I guess. <laughs> I'm keeping this I'm keeping this one yeah I don't know. Like they, it'll be interesting to see what Shane Black does with it. I think it's in safe hands. But I, after watching the trailer, I don't know. Again, it's only a minute long. Trailer. It's only a minute long, but still, I'm worried. I'm very worried. Mm-hmm. There's other things in the world I should be worried about, but 
this takes precedence for some Gaza, reason. Israel, no, <laughs> Gaza, Israel. Fuck that shit. People are dying. No, no. no, no, no. Predators could be The Predator movie. movie better be good and apparently Solo ain't that great and like we got it. Episode 9 has to be good. <laughs> Enough talk. <laughs>